0: So welcome to Politics As Usual, episode 22? Yeah, episode 22. We in here, uh, me and Fee. Uh, Ronnie is not with us today. Um, he has a very good reason, but uh, I would not be the one to uh, to tell you all that. I'll let him decide if he wants to share that with you all. Um, it's me and Fee. My guy Chuck is supposed to be in here. Uh, I'm, I'm working on getting him the link right now. It's um, yeah, we almost weren't gonna do this, but I decided to kill two birds with one stone, one stone, so to speak. And do uh, so I'm doing a special episode of the Four Hour Show this Dad. week. We're also gonna Good do luck. the Four Hour Show episode. So, uh, so I don't know if it's gonna so be I'm five going or six. So. So. Um, you also hear my my young nephew in the background uh, <laughs> over there with feet. So um, I don't He's know how be long out of in the mix. I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's, you know. He, he's he's he, he's a young one of us, man. He got our blood in his veins, man. Uh, <laughs> so it is it is Juneteenth. I forgot there was a freaking Versus going on tonight because uh, I haven't paid attention to any of those since. Uh, oh, who Luna is Nelly, it? John Legend and Alicia Keys? And they actually That's got up. these Negroes in the same room uh, with uh, with piano yeah. doing some of the most awkward performances that I think I have ever seen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know if I like that one right there. Like, I mean, it, I, I I rocks I rocks with a lot of John Legend's music, so um, I, can't. I do too. I mean, I mess with a lot of Alicia Keys' music too. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know about that, I mean, especially with them being in the same room doing the piano. That yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. they they they, you, they you're being Teddy they, Riley with it, bro. They you're they, they look they look. Much.
0: Well, I mean, at least they doing it on the verses live, and and Teddy Riley ain't got no control over this. It's it's just you know. They looking. They in there looking mad, 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 awkward. But you know, uh, it's, it's you know Juneteenth. Conscious, conscious Black people stuff. So um, I mean, they definitely the
1: right people to have on there for this day. It'd be,
2: <laughs> ooh,
1: if you had some other people on there today. I mean, it, de- it depends. Like there, there was some. There's
0: some. There's some pro Black people you could have had on this. Um. Oh yeah,
1: like Talib Mo. Yeah, you.
0: you we could have did a Black star is there another is there another like conscious conscious nigga group oh <laughs> um, like, we could have did black star in the roots yeah could could yeah, have could've, good. Could've had like D'Angelo and maxwell or you know did some neo soul D, you know music soul child verse Bilal or some shit like that we could have commented. i said a lot of
1: people a lot of people want music soul child to do a versus like oh, i do
0: he'd have to go up against like Bilal or Maxwell or maybe D'Angelo
1: I think Maxwell and D'Angelo would be a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I don't
1: D'Angelo hates stardom and uh, I don't know what the fuck Maxwell Yeah, yeah. Be on. yeah he a little wild, bruh. They might start taking his shirt off on the um, I don't want to see how that bro
0: <laughs> Ooh, D'Angelo?
1: Yeah, you remember that video? Like, Oh, he, he said, on?
0: funny funny thing about that, he actually like hated that video, like that, he he actually went and like gained a bunch of weight after that, and like didn't like going out in public because he was so uncomfortable with women viewing him
1: as a sex symbol. I, I hated that video too. So <laughs> the, the mutual, my brother. What, Not what? Best <laughs> Why you hate the video, man? Cause, bro, this 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 man was uh, I was probably like ten or eleven when I came out. Getting butt naked with a camera spinning around him.
0: I don't want to see him. I don't want to know him like that. Funny enough, my dude, my dude, was probably my favorite singer. He did a similar video like that for his, uh, for his uh, song "Gentleman," uh, which the remix features features T Pain and Super Fire. So you know. But um, yeah, we we'll, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll uh, wait. See, you can tell Ronnie in here because I ain't got none of the none of the tickers and shit showing like I'm supposed to. Uh, see, this is this is why he's supposed to do all this shit, but um, I guess I guess we'll jump right into it because I still ain't heard anything from uh from Chuck, so I don't know what's going on with him. So right, we'll just proceed with the Wright brothers. Uh on this one, I'm scared no, of that's not our last one Ah, oh, there's Chuck. <laughs> there he is. What's going on, Chuck? Yo,
2: my bad. I uh, I don't know what it is about me and recording with you. <laughs> you are holding me up again.
0: I just like last <laughs> time. I, I just finished some 1738 wings for uh in honor of Juneteenth. So, so are you tweeting
2: about those? Did it come yeah. out like you expected?
0: They actually turned out better than the Henny wings. Okay. Usually usually when I do higher quality cognacs with those, they don't taste as good. But for whatever reason, it's just it, it worked way better. Okay, work, work. All right, so I guess I'll do a quick inter- introduction. Chuck, this is my brother, Fee. Fee, this is my dude, Chuck.
2: Fee, what's good? How you doing, man? What's going on,
0: Chuck? Yeah,
2: chilling, chilling.
0: All right, so we we hadn't we hadn't really started yet. We were talking about uh, my brother's hatred for uh, the D'Angelo untitled video. Um. <laughs> <laughs> why 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 do we hate it though? I think it's because when we was young, I like, like the song. I just not nah, go ahead.
1: I just don't like him him spinning around them spinning around him while he naked singing like I, at ten years old. I don't want to see that. Like it's not yeah, that time.
2: I was not trying to see uh, my mom and aunties and cousins thirsting over this music video. Was was wasn't trying to see that.
0: <laughs> Joe Code says the fetty Wap wings. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. First off,
2: I did not know what yeah, StreamYard was. I didn't know this was live. live.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's live it's live live. So we doing this and can we doing this is politics as usual and then I'm gonna use the audio for um for the four hour show episode, okay. which the next episode does feature Chuck, which drops on Monday. Uh, Word. We had, we had a pretty decent conversation right there. Our guy Lee was supposed to be on, but Lee's caught up on commissions and drinking Corona and watching arthouse movies with his brother. So, um, torturing. Torturing. Torturing his brothers, his brothers with arthouse Art movies. So um, we'll have to get him on another time. But <clears throat> we'll go ahead and get this thing started. So first, it's timely. Um, so we, we got to go ahead and, and talk about uh, your man, Jermaine Cole. Jumped out the window. (laughs) But wait, wait, wait. Okay, so so if you aren't familiar um, and you're listening to the audio of this, if you're on this live, then I'm assuming you're familiar with what happened, but J. Cole on, what was that, Tuesday, Wednesday? Dropped a song uh, called Snow on the Bluff, where he lamented on people placing him on this pedestal of him being this super smart, conscious rapper, which he says he's not. um, And then proceeded to Talk about a woman tweeting and her talking about rappers not doing enough and he took he felt like she was talking to him and basically asked her to correct her tone if she wanted to educate some people. And this is coming in a week where there were constant videos of, of black men attacking black women and it was just bad timing all around. But Ray, Ray, I need those wings though. I, I got you whenever I come to Vegas or wherever you come to Charlotte. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a bad look for Cole, man. I know there's been a lot of people who have been kind of like on his side, but like this is an instance where I'm like, I, 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 I can't ride with you on this one, man. Like I can't ride with you, number one, because I didn't think she was talking about him. Because Cole is always boots on the ground. Well, here's the thing, though.
2: Let's let's get into that real quick. Um there's no way that she was talking directly to him because there's nothing that we have seen the public that would make us think that of him. Yeah. But him jumping out the window and saying that she, he felt like she was talking to him kind of revealed to us that, I mean, he feels like he's I've, not doing enough. Which I feel like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine that you feel that way, but to kind of target her in this way, that's not going to help you. Kind of address those feelings that you have. You you could have kept that at home, yeah, and figured that out.
0: Yeah, if you're um, wonder, if you're wondering why me and my brother are laughing, Ronnie, who was absent, just put over just put up a
1: comment.
0: So <laughs> rapping over Windows ninety seven beats. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, no, nothing new for you, uh, J Cole fans out there. That man has the worst production. of Yo, Platinum Oh, so oh my I've god! We, in my life. So we talked about that on,
0: on on the episode of me and you, did didn't we? We, we? we talked about like what's what's J Cole, what J Cole's problem is. Yeah, um, not getting out of his own way. Yeah, uh, our boy Kyle Kelly, double K, out there in Cali. What's up, bro? Snow on the bluff was there. I mean, it was cool.
1: He was rapping. Yeah, I mean, he he was rapping. I, he was, I mean, I didn't i like i, I like snow the snowing the i think mine is the timing like i'm in a minority here because i don't like i feel like if somebody said something about me even though she wasn't saying anything about him i don't but i just feel like if somebody was saying something about me then I have the right to respond like I, it's not to me it's not a a right or wrong thing it's a human I'm looking at it from a human standpoint like mm-hmm. when i worked in psych they taught me this thing on my first day is I think a lot of stuff people do is stupid. I'm extremely logical, so I don't really think with emotions, but working there they were like, if somebody feels some type of way, you have no like, you can't tell somebody how to feel about a situation, like sure. right or wrong, because that's how they feel about it. So that's how I look at it with J. Cole, like ah, would I have done it? No. But I can see where he's coming from because I can't tell him how he feels because obviously he feels guilty about it. So oh, it's just- he can make the track if he wants to and
0: look stupid i think for me <laughs> That's true. i think for me and, and we kind of went over this earlier i think for me though like what you just said is the very same thing though like he's saying well if you want to educate check your tone and it's like well now nah, you can't tell somebody to take to check their tone when they mad about something like so i think i think that, that they
2: deserve to be mad about
0: right and i've been guilty of that like i've been guilty of that yeah, in my I own there. in my own relationships where i've i have long and any woman who's dealt with me can tell you this I would dismiss what they were saying if they came at me with an attitude simply because it's like, well, I don't appreciate you talking to me with an attitude, so I don't give a damn what your problem with me is, even if it was 100% valid. And nine times out of 10, I was the reason behind their attitude. Like, I had right. done or said something yep. that made them feel a way, even if I didn't intend it that way. And when they came to me with it, it was like, all right, well, you talking to me with an attitude. You know I don't like that, so damn what you're talking about. And I just think that's a, I think that's a thing that a lot of black men have in general that we have to do better about when specifically black women are coming to us, telling us how we can do better. And if you want a real hot take, I think she was talking about Kendrick, not Cole. Okay.
2: Well, I've right. well, seen... Uh, I was going to say well, um, first, I, I, what he did basically was gaslighting, which I, I've been guilty of the same thing. It's something that I had to learn about myself because there are some sometimes where you don't even realize that you're doing that. You feel like you're being the... Logical, calm mind in this particular uh, situation, but when somebody does that to you and you experience it, it pisses you off even more, and it real, it gets real hot. But I feel like maybe I'm missing something with this particular situation. Like what what happened that it feels like it could be targeted to anybody? Because I've seen, I saw her capitalist tweets. It was uh, he mentioned that in the song.
0: I think it was where she said, "You got all these niggas whose music." is about black plight, but they ain't out here doing anything. And I think that was tweeted before we saw Kendrick out there. And Kendrick is is probably the most successful rapper who raps about the black plight. Like, J. Cole is more self-centered in what he raps about, uh, at least early on. It was mostly about his experiences. Kendrick comes from a more broader perspective. So if it was any any of the successful Rappers who, who have made money off of Black Plight, I would think it would be Kendrick because he hasn't been vocal and up until like maybe a week or so ago, he hadn't really been seen out there doing anything. So if it was right. anybody that I think she was talking about, the successful black rappers who who rap about and make money off of talking about the Black Plight, I would have thought it would have been Kendrick before Cole because we saw Cole like day one at protests and marches out there.
2: And, and I get it that because she mentioned the music part that it kind of makes it a bit more specific but i feel like that's still a very general statement because like yeah cole cole well kendrick would be the pinnacle of that particular artist like an easy target for that particular situation but if j cole hadn't done anything i wouldn't have been surprised if nobody responded directly because i don't think that's like like okay if if she that's a hit dog holler situation yes Yes, it is. Prime example of it. it and and J. Cole hollered like a motherfucker on Snow uh, in the block.
0: <laughs> nah, he, he jumped out the window. Uh, Joe Cole asked, but if Cole thought it was about him, why didn't he address it personally with her? Why make the spectacle of a song? Um, and I guess I think that goes back to, to what Fee was saying. Like he, In his brain, that was the correct way to respond. That's how he is used to responding to things. Um, That was dumb. I I wouldn't have done it, especially given the timing. Like, there's so many steps you have to go through from writing that record to releasing it. And even if he ain't been online, like, you gotta know that like black women are the backbone of the Black Lives Matter movement. And like, it just don't look right right now.
2: And and your song is going to be analyzed like crazy. You haven't put anything because everything Cole
0: does is overanalyzed like crazy.
2: Right, it's gonna be
1: analyzed. Go ahead. No, I will say like um, to what Joe Cole was saying. Like, if she's tweeting at him, that's a public, like a public type of thing. Like, if she was if she was talking about him, that's in public. So I feel like the song, a response, can be in public. Like, because if he if she was talking about him, that's a public thing. So the song could be in public too. Like, if she had those things to say about him, she wasn't saying it in private to him. So he doesn't necessarily have to respond in private because well, I, he think, was taking I think a disrespect, I think I even you... if. He,
0: I think what Joe's saying is like, if he wasn't sure because it wasn't direct, why not go to her like, "Are you speaking about me?" Which I think even is on Twitter, question. even on Twitter, in this in yeah. the same place, just, just to she add, said it. like, "So is this supposed to be about me?" But I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't add it because if if he does that, it's it's the same as a song, like the the spectacle. Yeah, that, the I mean, it's kind of like how.
1: That's, it's kind of like how Joe Button does, though. Like, you can tweet something about Joe Button and he'll make a rap song about you. Like, I don't... It's just the way, I guess, the way certain artists express themselves.
2: I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true. And, like, we we see them uh, address... All artists address things their own way, a lot of it through music. It's just for this particular situation, it feels extra weird that he went the route of a song to address this to, to address this particular thing,
0: yeah, I mean, I and, think I think it's just a case well, of a, a guilty conscience in the hit dog
1: column. Go ahead. Well, I, and I think that is is mostly because his fans put him up on this on this like on this super conscious level. But if you really like, if you really really listen to J Cole's music,
0: he's a misogynist. Really
1: conscious about it, like he's a he's a super. Like misogynist. He's not really. <laughs> Like he's not most dead for Talib Kali. like At he's all. not he's not over there. Like I don't. I I, don't I, I of, said of Cole and that can kind of, I just think it's him a, a regular nigga who who raps about regular shit. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it it with Cole he had this thing of where because he was relatably he was within reach lyrically and he didn't rap about street shit. Where he kind of became like the entry level conscious lyricist nigga. Where you would get a lot of people who would who didn't really listen to conscious or lyrical rap say they were fans of J. Cole because they wanted to seem like different or like they were woke or stepping smart.
2: into that space, yeah,
0: yeah, like
1: oh well, nah, nah, like, I, I, it, like I, people, like, go ahead, like if you say you don't like J. Cole, people would insult you, like oh you just don't you don't understand what Cole is is spitting like J. Cole is not that intricate. I'm sorry to uh, be the bearer of bad news, like
0: yeah, he's yeah, he's not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not as intricate
0: as people making. He's no Nas, bro. Like, I... and the, and the thing is, like, Cole can rap like that when he wants to. He's shown it on multiple occasions, but he don't do it often. Like, you get your beautiful blisses. You're looking for troubles. Your your joints where he's like your grown Simbas. Your joints like where he's really gone off. But then other ones, you'd be like, mm-hmm, I mean, okay, that's cool.
2: Yeah, his verse on that uh, game star track. Um... That came out recently. There's a video for that. That's like the last good example I feel of him, like stepping it up lyrically. But even then, when Jay Cole entry level is the perfect like way to to frame that yeah. because even when he does step it up, it's like it's not gonna reach Nas, Lupe. Like it's not it's not going in Talib, that, Fonte, like, Royce.
0: It's not in that space. Yeah, he's it's, not he's not an alien. Like not by any means. Like right, which
2: a- uh, that fandom. Definitely, like uh, B. Mint said, the that fandom is up there for the worst because they've made it where that expectation is there, and I can't think of a time when when that was warranted. And it's like it takes away from Cole's music to me. If like if you if if you're a casual fan, yeah, I feel like it will take away from it because you go into it with that expectation and it's not there. But who put that expectation there? The, the fans.
0: Yeah, the fans. Like he, I I, I tweeted that I tweeted out something about similar to the entry level thing. And, and my guy, uh, Reverend Dr. Dash on Twitter, who was one of the most well-read, interesting people that I think I've ever encountered on social media. But he said um, J. Cole built his brand off being relatable. And his, right. miso- his brand of misogyny is relatable because it's misogyny, but it's the kind of misogyny that people don't think is misogyny. Like people love no role models. And that's, that's a super misogynistic song. Top to bottom. Like, it's misogynistic as hell. Top to yeah. bottom. But it's a brand of misogyny that niggas Dang. don't think is misogyny.
1: Yeah. He, he sprinkled a little queen on it and everything is okay. But... Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he salt bait a queen on it.
2: I think somebody actually said that because I think he called a yeah. uh, no-name queen in the song. Yeah. And somebody was like, you think because he put queen on it, that makes everything fine.
0: Uh, our guy Kyle says, Cole tells good stories. Um, and do we think his music ages well? Dad? Um, Dad? I don't know. Like I, I can still listen to. I can still listen to the warm up. I can still it's listen, to,
2: this, um, this can still listen to
0: Friday Night Lights, and I can still listen to Born Center in twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. But those are all the same projects. So
1: I, um, I listen to, <laughs> side, I listen to uh, the first sideline story. I like I like the sideline story. Born Center it has a few tracks on there. I listen to. 2014 Forest Hill Drives. I listened to about half of it, but then it just gets redundant because his production is the same. I I hate his production. Ear like, fatigue. Ear fatigue. Ear fatigue. Ear fatigue. Nut. He he
0: he he wanted to do the live band, NERD esque sound, yes. and he mm-hmm. never went to the people who could have done that. Um, yeah. you know, I think. Uh, it didn't a downstairs
2: terribly. when it gets time um, i don't think i could play I my got, games' like, tired of it wow. over time yeah, but i don't think, I, necessarily I think it necessarily aged well like i didn't play there's the not game. something that i found yeah, in it that yeah. i appreciated more over time maybe in uh First Shields drives there are a couple songs, like apparently apparently, apparently is, is one of the songs that i feel like i thought this word was, was going to the better it yeah. gets and but there's not a lot of that in his discography that that i feel that way about he
0: he tried so hard to perfect the warm-up and then he finally made the the best version of the warm-up on 2014 forest hills drive and since then he's been aimless musically. like he ain't had shit that you catch like it like drake tried the same thing with take care well not take care of um What's, what's, so, far say, so, far so Far Gone? So Far Gone. He, he tried to so catch far So Far, far gone. gone for so long, and then he finally just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm never going to catch it. Y'all are never going to love anything the way you love that, so I'm just going to switch styles every album after that.
2: Uh, do, are, do we do – we, I don't think we want to get into a Drake not a nah, 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 nah.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> see, cause we could be here for a while. Uh, Joe Code said you get Young Simba, and then you get You Can't Out fart." <laughs> <laughs> he's always good for <laughs> <your own laughs> line. Every time. I think I think the worst J. Cole line is if you a bitch and I'm a bitch then you hoops and I'm Cheryl Swoops like nigga <laughs> no no I can snap like dance our guy Joe Hicks says uh, the first two albums are all I can listen to consistently for Cole I have to be in certain moods for the rest yeah I agree with that like I don't of all of the rappers that I really have liked at one point or another,
2: his
0: his is the only discography that like I just can't go back to consistently. Like I have to be in the mood for it.
2: Yeah, you you know. All right, so this this is foul. I'm I'm Mr. Fantastic reaching for this particular subject just because I want to say this. Oh, you want your surf? I'm on my surf and it's just because I've, I've I've always felt this way, and I I just never vocalized it anywhere like important, I guess. But. So we have that desire for the J. Cole and Kendrick project? Yes. J. Cole's not going to carry his weight on that project. And I don't know why people think that he will. Because, like, if we thought that he could, remember Black Friday?
0: True, but I can counter that with the, the Jeezy joint. He did on the Jeezy Because he showed his ass oh, on the what? Jeezy joint. Yeah. I just I don't I don't believe Jake and we talked about this on like I think the fourth or fifth episode of politics as usual J Cole's in the conversation for at least recently to one of the feature goats like recently he, yes he brings it on like the last two three years on features he's been on fire but do we think that's the code that we would get out of that album I don't know because we've only heard the two tracks we heard temptation and <laughs> I don't know the name of the other one I,
2: yeah I don't remember the name I, of
0: think, that. I think
1: what, what Cole is what we wanted from Lil Wayne when he got away from Manny Fresh. Like, when Lil Wayne, like, we knew Lil Wayne could rap, but once he got away from Manny Fresh and started messing with other beats, that's when the level of respect for Wayne rose more, and also his, well, not his content really didn't grow, but you just, because you could see him on other other production, you're like, oh, man, Wheezy sounds good on other stuff. I think if Cole was to mess with Kendrick, because Kendrick always has great production, I think, it will maybe light a fire under Cole and it would give him yeah. some different sounds, and yeah. maybe a light bulb would go off with his content. Yes, sir. It, if if uh, Cole wasn't trying to produce, produce the
0: whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know those Four other I think two of those, them. both of those songs would Cole productions. <laughs> and the and the thing we know about Kendrick is Kendrick can I'm smoke a cold.
1: Well, yeah. like, like every he, single
0: he time he smoked it's high power, cool. he yeah. smoked yeah. temptation, he smoked that other joint. Like Kendrick temptation was nasty.
2: Like I cannot
0: wait. I'm so mad. I'm so mad that we don't have a quality version of that joint. We only got the and one what? of him playing it out of his phone.
2: And I go and listen to it.
0: <laughs> I yeah. still no, no, that, that shit that. is hard. Like, them <laughs> niggas was rapping on that <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. that shit is fucking amazing. Like, and, I, I, I and yeah.
2: Shout out to Be Will. Uh, he'll enjoy that too because that's old Kendrick. That's when Kendrick was rapping, like, it down more down. of a purpose and less ambiguous in his lyricism. Yes. Uh, yes. Bob, Bob, like, Lo Bo was fired,
0: Bob Lobo was fired Bob Lobo.
2: Yeah. Like Bob Lobo, the gang star
0: track, I can't rem-
2: can remember the name of it. He's bodied those features for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah.
2: It's, it's for a project with Kendrick, I don't know. When the, the time, I think Black Friday is just what sticks out
0: to me yes. because that was the. Because Kendrick, Kendrick ate one. him alive on that. That shit wasn't destroyed. even. Destroyed. That shit wasn't even. Yeah. 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 It was ah. absurd. All right, so that, that, that went a little bit longer than what I thought it was going to go. Went in a couple decent <laughs> decent directions. All right, so up next, June nineteenth. Today is Juneteenth, um, and I've seen conversation on social media recently of people trying to dunk on those who are like recently finding out about Juneteenth. Um, and I am, I am, I have, in my history, I have been one who is never minded dunking on the Blavities. Uh, right. <laughs> All about it. But, 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 Juneteenth, I didn't learn about Juneteenth till probably three or four years ago. And I went yep. to an all-black high school. I feel you. It's
2: about the same. Like, I had heard of Juneteenth, but I didn't know what Juneteenth actually meant until a few years ago. Yeah. Like, when I lived in Birmingham, there actually were, were like, a couple Juneteenth festivals. I don't know if they still happen, but my mom took me to them, but I still, I still never knew. What it was. I had no clue
0: what it was about. Yeah, it was somebody Um, in Birmingham who was tweeting about it and I went and Googled it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is Juneteenth? And I was like, Oh, oh, damn, like this is important. Like why don't we sell it's kinda like when you find out what the real meaning of Kwanzaa is. And you like, yo, why the fuck don't we celebrate this shit as black people? But, like, yeah, for me, I found out about it three or four years ago, and it's amazing to see so many people, like, embracing it. I did Fair laugh because my company sent out an email that was like, hey, man, we really want to, like, show our appreciation and highlight Juneteenth, but y'all still got to come to work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be worse. No days off. It could be worse. Uh, a, a homeboy of mine got all for Juneteenth. And then they sent out emails about pay cuts on the day off. So
0: yeah, yeah, Now I I understand. Um, our boy Joe Hicks, uh, says great time with this convo. Brooke literally asked me about this and Joe is someone who went to the same high school that we did. Like I said, we, we know a lot more about black history than probably most people because the school we went to was like 90% black. So we got little tidbits about black history all throughout school, but Juneteenth was not something that was highlighted that I can recall in any of our Black History classes. Fee, do you remember ever getting that talked about?
1: Nah, I didn't hear about it until I was in the Air Force, and we were talking about plans for 4th of July, and somebody was like, uh, man, we ain't celebrating that shit. Uh, You better celebrate Juneteenth. It was probably about seven, eight years ago. So then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But we still... Nah, never heard of it before then. Yeah, I'm I'm glad
0: to see it's getting this level of attention. Um it it, it is a, a beautiful thing that we should be like celebrating and like the the people who are trying to dunk on those who don't know. Like you have to understand not everybody was was blessed enough to to under, like black history is not taught a lot.
2: And it's not taught well.
0: Yeah, and we learn the same shit, Macy Jimson,
1: Adam CJ Walker, Frederick Douglass, W.E.B. Du George
2: Washington Yeah. Cover.
1: yeah. <laughs> Like we learned. I mean, if, you want to, if you want to be frank, black history is whitewashed, like it's told yes, in no. a way to make white people feel comfortable yes. about all the things that they've done to us.
0: Yes. Yes. One thousand percent. Like it is yeah. not taught correctly. It is not taught well. It is not taught uh, remotely with a deep dive. You get these high level overviews of these important figures and then it's right back to white history.
2: Yeah, we we can't trip hard off people just learning stuff like people are just now learning Juneteenth. I mean, people only just learned about Juneteenth in, in the Atlanta episodes. Yes, uh, or the, that one particular episode. I'm sure a lot of people found out about it through that. Yes, there's people that didn't know about Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I didn't learn about that until I was an adult. Yes, uh, Seneca Village, uh, Central Park, didn't know mm-hmm. about that. There's so much that so we don't things. know on purpose. Yes. We don't know those
1: things. Wasn't it something? Philly, too, like a whole black area of Philly was I, bombed. i heard, if I'm not mistaken, was got... bombed. yep.
0: yeah, yep. Like these are things they don't teach us. Uh, Philly, if you're wondering why I'm not putting your message, your recent message up, is because you, we, I, we try not to put, put, uh, cursing on the screen. Uh, but he said, <clears> I told my lieutenant, let's walk off today because it needs to be a federal holiday. I, <clears throat> so Bamani Jones made this point earlier and he said, uh, his dad, who was a civil rights activist in Atlanta, his dad is like in his eighties. So, you know, he was he was out there, out there. Um, and said he never cared about Martin Luther King being a federal holiday because he was gonna take the day off anyway. As long as we knew what it was and we could right. get the day off, he didn't care about it. And that's kinda how I feel about Juneteenth. Like I, I, I'm good with I'm good with people who, who don't have the means, who need to pay day off, like getting that day off. Like I'm good with that. But personally i'm not gonna be hurt if it's never a federal holiday like i would have been off today if not for the fact that it's my manager's birthday and she decided she wanted to go skydiving um (laughs) so i had to be i had to be at work today but like i'm not gonna be mad if if it's if it never becomes a federal holiday because as long as we know what it is and we can we can share it we can disseminate the information about it and we can make it a special thing among us i don't really care if it's a federal holiday personally
2: I'm torn. I, I I don't really care either on the federal scale, but on the flip side, I want it to be because there are people yes. that don't know about it still. Now, I'm not I'm I'm not talking about white people. Right. I'm talking about there are a lot more black people that don't know about it, and I feel like if it is a federal holiday, there's more of a chance for them to figure this out and and start taking those steps to figure out what it means to them, how they want to celebrate it, and stuff like that. Um but I, I totally understand what, what you mean though like because somebody also pointed out like all the white people are gonna do with this is cinco de mayo the thing
0: yes basically yes like so break man, they celebrate their right their right yeah
2: they don't give a shit what hey, it instead is. of drinking
0: tequila they'll be out drinking henny and, and hopefully not irken jerk well nah y'all white people can drink. y'all white people <laughs> right. can drink irken jerk um <laughs> 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 don't don't go buying don't up mean, all the Rimmy and the and, Henny. and the shit that we like. Like y'all go y'all go oh, buy that fucking earth. order at,
1: order at your Henny wings. They're
0: gonna be ordering your Henny wings, AJ. Nah, nah, it's gonna be somebody that done made some Irk wings. <laughs> Bro,
2: if you spend the time to make some Irk and Jerk wings, <laughs> you just,
0: or you some need to Paul, relax, or some Paul Masson wings, some bullshit like that. But <laughs> nah, I
1: at a, a peach Paul Masson.
0: Ooh man, why did a couple people t- tweet me about peach palm sign the other day? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all man? Like love yourselves more than to be drinking some fucking peach palm. Sign. That shit don't ever need to happen Bro, that's ever. Like,
1: that's, that's off topic top of as hell, but that's like they have a V S O P E N J. Why? 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 Like,
0: like that's 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 like making that's like know. making that's like bottling tap water basically. Like <laughs>
1: That's literally, that's literally painting a piece of shit gold, bro.
0: That's literally, Speaking of, that's a great Mac Ayer song. Shit covered in gold. I love that song. Um our guy Smooth Side TV says people helping people shirts coming. Man, Negro, don't be coming on here uh self-promoting. <laughs> <laughs> check check They're out that ref- check out that reflections and get act. Now nah, people helping people is a dope concept. Um I, I I wouldn't have put it up on screen otherwise. But, but shouts to him. Um our guy B mint says i found out about it two years ago i grew up in canada they ain't gonna teach see i didn't read that all the way through (laughs) yeah i didn't think so either i didn't think it did i was like wait (laughs) i saw that after the fact
2: (laughs) i mean yeah that that is when you kind of start talking about where the bar is set because if america's not going to teach something you know other places aren't going to teach it when talking about america so definitely not going to teach nobody about the Juneteenth. team yeah nah, like, like
0: i saw something from the nhl today um <laughs> that like honored the colored hockey league which like had a big part in playing or played a big role in what the nhl is today like yeah. that's not something a lot of people know and that's like wild that a professional league is like yeah now nah, we wouldn't be where we are without these black dudes 125 years after the fact
2: Hey, it's just like uh, the Uncle Nearest thing. You already knew about it, but I just learned about it. The the distiller, the master distiller, was a slave uh, that came up with a process for Jack Daniels. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Jack Daniels. Like, yeah.
2: And then apparently Beethoven is black also.
0: Yeah, I saw that shit the other day too. Like, like that was a thing. Like they, like he, his description is like similar to Jesus. Like dark yeah. skin, <laughs> hair, the texture of wool. <laughs>
2: like like, like, I was like, man, like that when i saw that tweet i was like somebody lying but
0: but, but it begs the question if beethoven was really black then like what music are is white people responsible for <laughs> mm,
2: bro, that's,
0: that's
2: really I that conversation.
1: like a rock and roll black people like blues well i that, mean like yeah black people really...
0: if you go back to like the genesis of modern western music it all starts with blues and blues was invented by black people. Like, every genre of music can trace its its inception, at least in the Western world, where we are, from blues. Like, blues is responsible for soul, gospel, funk, bluegrass, country, rock and roll, R&B, hip-hop. All of that shit comes directly from blues.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you go to other parts of the world, yeah, you get some... But, I mean, everything comes from Africa anyway. But uh, Joe Code says, if it becomes a federal holiday, all the corporate brand messaging is going to be wild. yes.
1: Oh, facts. Yes. Fact. yes. So, you, you already put a uh, Nike to, uh, Juneteenth Air Force One coming hot and fresh. And red, <laughs>
0: black, and green. Juneteenth KDs, Kyries, and LeBrons. So we're going to get the triple. <laughs> They're going to make
1: Juneteenth some Juneteenth
0: 11, yeah. leather.
2: <laughs> Go, we they, gonna pick some l's throughout this whole process.
0: Yes, yes. It's, 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 I, I I would hope, I would hope that uh, that that uh, now that Michael Jordan is quote unquote woke, that he'd be like, hey man, let's <laughs> do this
1: sensitively. Let's, let's roll that baggy jeans for purchase for Juneteenth <laughs> <F6's>. Wider. wider.
0: <laughs> one of the greatest tweets of all time (laughs) so the Taylor comes out holding the widest pair of jeans i've ever seen and i look at him and i say wider (laughs) oh snap incredible all right so this next one was partially inspired by so because i was going to do like your favorite flagrant hip-hop moment but i don't know if there's enough of those and this was inspired by I was at work yesterday, I was listening to Summer with Miami, and <laughs> Jim Jones. <laughs> Jim Jones has a line where he says, First scene of when I told Nas I slap off his Koofy, and Trey Songs is in the background It goes, Whoo <laughs>
2: He didn't have to emphasize emphasize <laughs> That and, man put the smooth exclamation point on that one. And I've
0: just felt like that's like one of the most flagrant hip hop moments I've ever heard. Because like a nigga rapping about saying he was gonna slap your Koofy off, like that's that's normal in hip hop beef. Like whether it happened or not, like I'm not gonna be mad at you saying Yeah, that's on, a, about. yeah on the track saying, Yeah, I first scene I told Nas I slap off his Koofy. But you, nigga who wasn't even famous when that happened. Nigga who, who had nothing to do with the beef, you choosing to put that high-pitched falsetto ad-lib right there, and then in the video, you lean back on the car mad comfortable, and you take time to lean up and move your hat? to imp- Like, I got to see you. I got to fight you.
2: That's the fight. That's a fight. That's fisticated.
0: Like, I have to fight you because, like, why would you do that? Like, what did I do to you? You like, don't weigh too much. <laughs> so, that spawned a different conversation of your favorite hip-hop lie. Like I feel like the biggest hip hop lie of all time is most definitely Jada's verse in "We Gonna Make It."
2: You gonna have to remind me.
0: I when the cult come in, they use the same scale that you do, use the way the whales with bathtub oh, lift up the walls, oh, do a yeah. three sixty. Like got shit that the government got. Like you ain't even had your royalties from Puff at that point. Like. <laughs> You ain't had, but at least it was entertaining. I feel like the most flagrant rap lie of all time is they called me Big Ellie because nobody nobody, calls nobody called, called LL Cool J Big Ellie. No, no one called that nigga Big Ellie. Ever. And you know it. Even after the song came out. That's that's why he blocked that dude for tweeting it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude tweeted LL Cool J. Come on, fam. No one ever called you Big Ellie. And LL Cool J just blocked him. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like he knew it was a lie. Hey,
1: that deserves a lie.
0: <laughs> like, it's like, it's like uh, Slim Charles said in the wire. If it's a lie, we fight on that lie. <laughs> I feel like that's what LL's doing at this point. No one ever called this man Big Ellie.
2: He wants to down that hill. That's fine.
0: Ever. So, <laughs> so I figured it would be fun to just. Kind of discuss our favorite hip hop lie. I think my favorite hip hop lie is Uncasa saying, "Hey yo, I'm living in the Equinox," because it not, there's nothing believable about that. The Chevy, Equinox, <laughs> the Chevy Equinox didn't exist when he when he spit that line, and it's physically impossible for you to live on one of the two Equinox dates, either the vernal or the autumnal, March 21st or September 20th. It's it's impossible for you to do that. <coughs> so for me, like his whole that whole song is a lie porsche color hot banana
2: just off that one off that one then i mean you're done
0: yeah just but he like one. he said he's in a porsche color hot banana i don't think porsche makes a, a car as the color of hot <laughs> banana i don't know that hot banana is a color maybe uh, it's just,
1: it is hot. you don't know that's what i'm
0: saying <laughs> <laughs> so do y'all have like any of your favorite like just rap lives where you like really come on man
2: i'm really i'm trying to think of them yeah. i really Oh go ahead, go ahead, because I I can't think of any. I
1: got, uh, P Diddy when he says, I don't write rhymes, I write checks. Um, sir, <laughs> if you were writing checks, the would have been refrigerators on top of your head. <laughs> sir, you do I ain't go Hey, face.
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: Like, sir, it took me a while to get to that one. I was like, nah, P. Diddy, fam. You flagrant, bruh. you flagrant as hell. Who are these checks? Who are you writing these checks to? <laughs> himself. <laughs>
0: that's double hilarious. You don't write one. Oh shit! Yeah, and that's hilarious. Joe code says underrated hip hop live. Schoolboy Q saying detox is like a mix away on there. He go yeah, yeah. He was definitely front. Wait, M&M you know what, detox is on the way a couple times. Oh, a bunch of niggas said that.
2: Well, you know, all up Kendrick named the song detox coming.
1: Look out for detox. look yep. out what what for detox. Talking about detox. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Dr. Dre, bro. He's a hip hop lot. The whole, the whole man. Our, our man V Mit
0: says, "Will he give up his life for?" All right, so he's talking about end. I don't actually fault Lupe for that because Lupe wanted to give us end. It was Atlantic that was like, "No, Leor." <clears throat> <Lior> and, came- <laughs> and,
2: and technically, he is giving it to us now.
0: <laughs> yes, so. Leor came in and was like, "Nope." <clears throat> You ain't doing that, so I can't really fault Lupe for that. Uh Kyle saying Cam having the computer's Putin. I don't I mean the computers could have been Putin. Hey. We don't know what Putin means. I think the computers were were Putin. Yeah, hey, like I don't
2: think we need I don't think that was a lie.
0: Like that was just a poor way of phrasing that. Speaking of, I tweeted this earlier. But <laughs> J.R. Ryder really came on a song and said <laughs> I started the starters. And fathered the fathers who fathered, I slaughtered the slaughters and slaughtered the slaughters who slaughtered. <laughs> what the fuck does
1: that mean? Man, that's he that's he was. What would you what you say, Fee? I said that shit doesn't mean anything. Like, it means nothing. Like you can't even it say it's provocative, nigga. Like, like like what are you talking about? How is that a thing?
0: How do you slaughter the slaughters who slaughtered twice? <laughs> That's almost as bad. You know Lupe's our man, but Lupe Lupe saying, We who measured the measuring tools of measurers, we who pleasured the pleasure tools of pleasurers. <laughs> like, come on, Lupe, you better than that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean his his low moments ain't that low. No, it's mm-hmm. not.
0: It, it, we just expect more from Eminem's entire Marshall Mathers LP. What did he lie about on the Marshall Mathers LP? Outside of killing Kim. Yeah, because he
1: didn't do that. A lot of that. A lot of fake killings on there. He robbed that store on criminal. Like he was. Oh yeah, he
0: did. He did say he did kill Doctor Dre twice on that album. Yeah, I
2: feel like he was just playing a character.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, all right,
2: so two of them. One we've already talked about on the the last episode that I was on. This is, I mean, this is a this is a lie. You wouldn't think of it as a big rap lie, but he lied to your face. Uh, Wheezy F baby, and the F is for phenomenal.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, Yes, that's that's a lie. Yes, that is a lie. (laughs) The F F is not phenomenal.
2: (laughs) It is not. It's definitely not. And I actually pulled up a list of greatest rap lies. And this one, I never even thought about. Uh, I was in too deep like Makai Fife. That's Kanye. Do you know what the lie is in that?
0: Makai Fife was not in in too deep, was he?
2: Correct. That would be Omar Epps. So there you go. Ugh. And how do you, how do you fuck that? You oh you know what? I just I I did just think of another lie. It's not one of the biggest ones. It's just one that's bothered me. <laughs> Game said, "Uh, some oh. Captain America." Because DC Comics is straight pussy. Like, he he was saying Captain America was in DC Comics.
0: You know what? There's another game lie where he says, I woke up in that coma in 2001 around the same time Dre <laughs> dropped 2001. Oh, and that album crazy. dropped in 99. <laughs> so <laughs> 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 that didn't happen, my nigga.
2: <laughs> he, there's probably a lot of game lies. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: Boy. Absolutely. 1,000%. Like that, there. Uh, Jay Z, thirty eight, revolved like the sun
1: round the earth. I mean, J- um, Jay. Jay. Z Jay-, Jay- What'd you say, Fee? I said Jay Z losing ninety two bricks and got it all hey, back. Hey, hey, like, wait, hey, wait, 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 92.
0: wait. As as a, no, as, a as as the internet's favorite uh, cited source on uh, whether or not Jay Z lost ninety two bricks. <clears throat> if Jose lost ninety two bricks, we gotta believe him. Nah. Nah, he, I mean, he's lying, but the, there are reportedly OGs and Marcy who will swear up and down that Hove actually did lose 92 Bricks and got it back in five days. They're probably being paid to say that, but still.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, re- I, re- I actually read earlier that he said, you know, um, when he was performing that song on Unplugged, that he actually lost $92,000 and he got it all back. It wasn't not. Yeah, they,
0: they said... Uh, Apparently, the way he wrapped his vials, he called those bricks and not actually 92 bricks. And since he was only getting 1000 off the pack, it was only $92,000. Weezy saying he's a oh, cash oh. money millionaire. Ooh. Way out of pocket. That's um, like Way out of pocket for that. <laughs> yeah. That's Mike Vick and his prime. You know we're near the pocket, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fam. I like
1: <laughs> it you
0: know, we're near the pocket on that Well Come on, fam. You ain't had to do that. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I got any more. Uh, oh, Jay Cole contradicted himself a couple times.
2: Oh, he, he well, said. On, I mean, didn't, didn't he tell two different stories of when he first got laid? Yes, when he lost yes.
0: He says on Friday Night Lights, "Should I admit that a slutty bitch was my first smash?" And then he says on uh, Wet Dreams that he lost his virginity to a girl that was a virgin. Yeah. So one of those is a lot. He,
2: he gotta cover both of his relatable bases, man.
0: Hey, relatable misogyny, man. <laughs> <laughs> E40 man. saying he's thinking about growing some dreads. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> this, 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 pain, this pains me to say, but little Wayne saying on the Carter One that he's the best rapper alive, like that's kinda Carter two no 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 he said it on the card of one. He oh, said it on, on the bottom one, of the map. Of one. On the first single, Bring It Back. He started saying it at, at the end of that song. Best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. Which I, t- I I think since he, Jason, he took that
0: to mean best active rapper. Cause at that time I feel like he would have been at the at the pinnacle, right? That was when he was probably at the peak of his of his pen. Yeah. Like Carter one is probably Carter one going into Carter two prefix, suffix. Like that's probably the apex of Wayne's pen. So, ability wise, maybe so. He's not far off if you've taken Jay Z out the conversation because he had quote unquote retired. He probably was the actual best rapper uh, at that point. Uh, Joe Code saying Ross claiming he knows the real Noriega and how he owes him 100 favors. Yes, that's a lot. That, that is that is one thousand percent a lie. <laughs> <laughs> nobody <laughs> believes. Nobody believes that's true. The entire life of R. Kelly. See, nah, I don't think R. Kelly was lying. He just was. He he was. He we knew. Y'all. He knew what he was singing about. We just didn't know at that point in time. Yeah, we. He was telling the truth. We didn't know what that. Truth yeah, was. we didn't know. We didn't know
1: what the no, truth right? was. Like you are not alone. Like I yes! really like that song. That is a Once fucked up record. Down, I watched the documentary. What he like? What he was writing about? Like nah, fam, you gotta fucking go.
0: Twelve flake. You, go. you remind me of my jeep. Like yeah, oh, nah, yeah, fam, feeling on. Like fam, nah, you you, yeah. you really flakering <laughs> out here, fam. Yeah, nah, that nigga was out here fucking. Like that nigga's fucking disgusting. Like please don't let that hey, Kyle. There
1: could only be one. Him. <laughs> You are right, that's not a lie, because there's fucking uh Epstein out here, so you you are correct. That that is definitely a lie. And some of the people who Anonymous had had uh <clears throat> had uh
0: uh flagged and as being part of some of those trips on Epstein's jets. Which actually led me to finding out that Chris Tucker and Indy Irie have been dating since two thousand
2: seven. Not true. Turned out that was a lie.
0: That was a lie. That was a lie.
2: She they dated one. They went on a date once.
0: Was I, I only? Re- I thought it was fishy too till someone put up a video of her performing. And he was in the background like a couple years ago. Yeah.
2: No, I saw. I saw that video. But yeah. She. She said herself they went out
0: once. That's all it was. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: So they they're probably friends.
0: But yeah, they haven't been dating. He was looking super nasty on Aaliyah's album. Yeah, man. That like yeah. AJ nothing but a number. He told it. He told us what he was about back then. Just nobody listened. He forged, He's been
2: straight up telling.
0: He forged a, a, a marriage certificate for a fifteen-year-old after he wrote her album called "AJ Nothing But a Number" and was in the cut with a leather vest on, shirtless, looking over some sunglasses, blurred out. Like that's nasty nigga material right there.
2: Like I that. Only into it, bro. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. We,
1: yeah, we can't. Okay, I got another one. Uh on uh, one of Mason's single off of Harlem World, he says, "Uh, I was murdered. P Diddy made me pretty. Did it for the money. that can you get with? Which takes me back to my first one. What money Mace? Like P <laughs> Diddy not money. So yeah, you said, what what? murder mates. Like you just lied, brother. You hey, lied.
0: We you lied we, to us. we have we have to one day talk about. Speaking of speaking of flagrant ass, duh, <laughs> flagrant ass disses." How you diss Jay-Z on a 112 song? (laughs) Why would you do that? 112 in here singing about love me, hug me, kiss me, and then here you come with a Jay-Z diss. (laughs) Never saw it coming. (laughs) Why would you? I understand Jay wasn't Jay at that point, but why would you do that?
2: I don't know. You you do need to have that flagrant diss track conversation. Though. Yes. Or just a diss track conversation because there's so. I much mean,
0: my my I think my most underrated diss, maybe, and and I know it's not like underrated to hip hop heads, but like for the casual fan, it, LL, what LL did to cannabis, on the Ripper Strikes Back, is is just
2: that one didn't hit. That that one doesn't hit me as hard because I didn't care about either one of them.
0: Right. But for me, I think Wait. it's the fact that it's LL. And, like, people hold cannabis as, as his high-tier lyricist.
2: Yeah. And LL true.
0: just yeah. came at that man and was like, Ask cannabis. He ain't understanding this because 99% of his fans don't exist. <laughs> it's <laughs> like... <laughs> All
2: right, you know what? I love that that, ex- that that track exists, that disc, because it made Disaster destroying cannabis that much better. Yes. It was incredible. But the way you feel about like the LL Cannabis thing is kind of how I feel about Common dissing Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. Because who saw that coming?
0: Kind of yes. Because that was back <laughs> when Cube was Cube. Yeah.
2: Like, no, the way he did it was what really... Because it's like, you know, with Cannabis, you think he's the lyricist or so LL just him. And then Ice Cube, you think in a diss, like, he's going to be the one that's raw and tear somebody No
0: Vaseline!
2: Part. Yeah. Yeah, but then Common does it
0: like that's ridiculous. Which only made Common's failure against 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 yeah against our Canadian friend that much worse because that Canada that Canada Dry bar had so much potential.
2: (laughs) You can't end with that.
0: That can't be. That that's a scheme. Like you could have schemed a good eight bars with with the Canada Dry soft pop thing. Like you could have made that a thing. (laughs)
2: Because <laughs> nah, I think a battle rap, like on stage, you can't end your round with that one. Yes, nah, it's only only the right person can pull that off. But my most my most scathing diss track—I'm trying to remember the name of it—was Royce Five Nine when he dis What is that dude's name? He disappeared after that. So that that shows you how like crucial that particular diss it, was. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't Benzino, was it
2: No, it wasn't Benzino. Uh, Mr.
0: Fab. Oh, yes. 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 That is Yes.
2: the the he di- dismantled and destroyed every bit of that dude on that track. And across around, three
0: songs, "Run Around Town" with the Bob Marley aposta. Yes, you are correct. Mike <laughs> Mike Tyson and and, and Y Clef was catching strays from LL. But yeah, nah. L- listen, Royce branded Lupe said it best. Royce brandished a, a, a rocket launcher online. Yeah, because of Benzino. Don't like I don't know why you would want to beef with Royce. Like that's just not something wise to do. do. Not at all.
2: But it was a uh, "Who Got Body?" was the name of it.
0: F-
1: Fee, you got any uh, favorite disc records? Favorite? Uh, I like Jada Kiss's disc to beanie, and I like beanie's disc to Jada. I like I like that whole back and forth right there. Yeah. Favorite? Oh, I I like Super Ugly as probably like one of my favorites because this is just. Flagrantly disrespectful, flagrantly. like, and that, that would be some shit that I would say, like, if I was people with somebody, like, yeah, and to their mom, like, like, yeah, like, take it there, like, like I can see myself going there with somebody, so, well, yeah,
0: I'm,
1: I'm super ugly, probably my,
0: yeah, it'd probably be super ugly. Another underrated one is what Nelly did to KRS in the span of, like, eight bars.
2: Yeah, that is, well, I had forgotten
0: about that one. Because, woo being nasty, though. And that's facts you like, didn't that. K, no one here really said your name, R, you really feeling guilty about something main, S, sad to see you really just want, just one more he, hit, please, please. He harmonized <laughs> while he
1: was <laughs> ripping. Just one it. more hit, please, please. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I he, he, nearly, he got, uh, I think on Sweat, he was dissing Chinky. I think that's. I think it's called. I think it's either. It's called another one. I think, and he's like, you can uh, walk in the mountains down low. You can wait till the river runs dry. Blah blah blah. But you'll never find another one. Like, cause that was when the Midwest was probably at its mm-hmm. peak, but nobody was doing the things that Nelly was doing. And them all them cats from St. Louis was getting kind of, getting kind of disrespectful and not Jay, remembering they place. They put G. them in they place. They yeah, kind of put them in they place. I like that
0: one too. Uh, our guy, what? our guy Joe Hicks says greatest dish. Tupac hit him up just for di-. yeah.
2: Nah, I talked you about know, that. You and, knew it was going. You knew that was going. To come. Yeah,
0: nah, I, I talked about that on. Tw- I talked about that on Twitter the other day. Uh, all right, well, we'll get to that one in a second. Hold on, I'll, I'll hide that for right now. Um, the Tupac ranting at at the end of of hit him up is funny because you could tell that nigga was just upset.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> like, he was mad as fuck. Like. <laughs> Comes in and he ain't even making sense. Like he, <laughs> you niggas laugh because our staff got guns in their motherfuckers' belt. <laughs> we drop heat, they felt. Our shits go triple and four quadruple. Then he was walking away from the mic and came back. <laughs> yeah, engineer just like let's, let's,
2: just run and run. That run nigga run, was
0: pissed. He was heated. That shit was amazing. Like that's a great. <laughs> Why, why why did Chino XL catch a stray? <laughs> like, like Chino XL, I know he was talking shit, but he is not big enough to warn a response from Tupac. Like <laughs> Chino XL catches a stray. Sick, sickle cell victims worldwide catch a stray cuz Prodigy opened it. Like that shit was just that shit was just fucking amazing. Like that is the most that might be the most it, amazing 2 minutes ever on a song.
2: The okay, so hit him up. I feel like on the song itself is the most flagrant this for sure.
0: Because how it starts.
2: But, yeah, straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. But, is Pusha T's uh, diss even more flagrant? <laughs> yeah. Because it possibly damaged your entire existence? <laughs> like, it shifted the entire world's perception of you.
0: Yes. nah, no, no, like, the blackface pick, like... Pusher was surgical with that. Like yeah. to the to the point that Drake had to go get <laughs> Drake had to go get
2: uh, Jay Prince.
0: Jay Prince.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like because of that, that shift that he made with that, uh, there was no coming back from that one.
0: Yeah, nah. Um Kev says Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Smooth side TV, Chino XL deserved it. Uh Kyle says that I won't put that up because it might be a trickle warning for anyone watching this but said that mm-hmm. Tupac was assaulted in jail. I get that, but Chino XL wasn't big enough to warrant a response from is what I'm saying. Like, it, <clears throat> he, I would've did that, for, I would've did the takeover, you only get half a bar, fuck y'all niggas thing on, on Chino XL. I wouldn't have just said his name, because who's Chino
1: XL? Yeah, true. Um, if we're talking about niggas who just like, like talking on skits, oh my bad. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Like on only built... Belf- built for cuban links when they got uh when they on that skit shark niggas when they talk about biters when them niggas is oh they the, I think, nah, they might be biggie to guys. when they talking about talking to biggie about everybody stealing a mafia or so shit i yeah. kind of i kind of fuck with that
0: yeah no nah, them niggas them niggas did not like biggie uh at all <clears throat> um it like and it's wild because like meth was the only feature on uh ready to die so like big clearly right and big big got into some trouble like there's reportedly when he said what he said about e40 getting a zero out of ten as a rapper uh e40 and his cohorts apparently booked a show in oakland and when biggie showed up it was just e40 and a bunch of crips and they had that nigga tied up <clears throat> until biggie apologized and they let him go uh so. that
2: reminds me of uh the an unexpected flex like that uh was it mc search and mc hammer where uh, did you know about that one?
0: Yeah, I know MC Hammer ran up on somebody, but I can't remember who it was. It might have been MC Search, but yeah, yeah someone think, said something yeah. crazy about MC Hammer and Hammer and some Crips rolled up. And was they like,
2: said something about his mom, but yeah. it wasn't really about his mom. It was just a bar, but the, he had them like tied up in multiple cities, like they couldn't go nowhere. Yeah, and they they had to squash that whole thing because he legitimately allegedly put a hit out on him like straight up
0: yeah Ham- Ham- hammer don't hurt him was a was a real it uh, <laughs> was a real line real real shit, yeah. Some real shit. Uh, Kyle says it was a show in Sacramento Are you talking about e40 or uh or uh hammer got hammer I'll, I'll let hammer got it red man too yeah Ham- <laughs> hammer wasn't for the play play man at at at, at all um, Joe Code says, well, Eminem Busta and 50 did to Ja Rule on Hail Mary 2003 should have been illegal. That was like NWO teaming up on one, per- one person. <laughs> y- yeah, nah, man. Like, the, the the most the most messed up part of that track was probably uh, Busta coming on and just going, Hey, Jeffrey, <laughs> the fuck you come <laughs> and bother me for? Because you could, you could feel the disappointment in that nigga voice. Dude, he was just like, Yo, really, dog?'" Like you gonna do that to me, Jeffrey, seriously? <laughs> like I'd be mad as shit if someone said my government name on the on a on the track. Oh,
2: definitely. That's a problem. Just be
0: like, all right, man. That's the fact. Like you ain't had to do that. Uh,
1: like on the Eminem show when uh Eminem and uh Doctor Dre was riding <gasps> on uh <laughs> Dupree and then temporarily just come in at the end, like Tell him i say saying, suck my, my dick. Like, hey, like,
0: exhibit.
1: unnecessary. <laughs>
0: Exhibits <laughs> This to Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> he starts it off with, short people got no reason to what, live. <laughs> 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 he just kills
2: that. <laughs> so, the petty comes out
0: hard. Petty <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I forgot all about that one. <laughs> all right, let's get back Next, to it. Let's get did, back to our, our buddy Joe's comment. Okay, serious question: like, What could what a company do that does, you like, would feel
2: would make down. you feel
0: like they
1: understand, right. get, and support the Black Lives Matter movement? We like you. You can leave that up there.
2: I send it to you. I think
1: acknowledgement is the, is is like a big step in making it in making it real. I think <gasps> if you acknowledge something, you are dead. acknowledging that a problem. It, exists and you can take steps from there to rectify the, rectify the problem so i think acknowledgement is like first thing yeah i think
0: um acknowledgement is one thing but i also need to see like where does your money go when it comes to lobbying like what are you doing like if you if you telling me that black lives matter and we need to address police brutality but then you turn around and giving money to police departments that are notorious for brutalizing Black people, like, I got to kind of look at you funny because yeah. are you paying lip service to the movement or do you actually give a damn? Like, for all the flack that people give Michael Jordan, like, he's he's committing $100 million to various organizations over the next 10 years. That's big because money plays a big role in stuff like this. So yeah. what your dollars do as well as what you're saying to me, like, I'm not going to fault someone who's saying Black Lives Matter and ain't done nothing with their money yet necessarily. Like, you might have been donating to some to some other causes, whatever. But, like, if it comes out six months from now that you're still selling facial recognition technology or military surplus, great equipment to police officers after you've been saying this, are you still out here supporting <clears throat> uh, Donald Trump's campaign for re-election? Like, yeah, I'm going to have to look at you a little bit funny.
2: Yeah. And if, and if you're thinking about companies that maybe don't have the dollars to, like, move in that way, every, every dollar counts, ultimately, at the end right. of the day. Um, but if they're saying something publicly is cool but a lot of it is too often that we see that and then no follow-up whatsoever right um but like fee said it is valuable because a lot of these brands do catch flack just for saying black lives matter Mm -hmm. that like just for that much is a big deal but i want to see behind the scenes that space is being made for those black lives too yes because if, if you're excluding them in your business, but, you know, yelling Black Lives Matter, like, that's not that's not it. That's not really it. And also, whatever it is that you do decide to do, don't make it a moment. Make it the rule going forward for y'all. Yes. So if, like, you're, you're like, jumping out of the window, like, I want to put money into these black businesses, make that a constant thing. Develop a plan to make it a long-term thing.
0: Yeah, because otherwise
2: it's just lip service. I,
0: I agree because I, I, it goes both ways. Like the one to, to, to bring it back to MJ, like one of the big things that people talked about with with Jordan is that he constantly gave money to these causes. But he was never putting his name or his voice behind anything. And that was what they needed back then. And now he's finally decided to do both. So you do need both sides of the coin. Like it's one right. thing for a big tech company to say to give money. To Black Lives Matter causes, but if they're not using it or a big celebrity to do that, but they're not using their voice like it's kind of a like for me, <clears throat> I, I, I'm i not one for giving uh, fish points for swimming, as they say. Yeah, but it's been nice to see some of the white artists that do black music who have been notoriously quiet now being like, all right, yo, we got to do something.
2: Right. Yeah, that's true.
0: Like, it's nice to see because even if your fans don't agree, you you finally putting some skin in the game, as they say. You finally willing to lose something to support us after you've been eating off of this for so long. After you've been eating off of what we built up for so long. Like, that is nice. But for a company to understand that they get it, I need to see that you're committed to having black voices. Be a part of your decision-making process. I need to see that you are giving money to causes that support uh, what the movement is about. That you are not giving money to causes that are detrimental to what the movement is about. And honestly, it, it's gonna take time. Like everybody can say it now. Like I think there's a, I think there's been a rush for a company to not be the company that didn't say it in the history books. You know if this mm. movement ultimately goes down and changes something, I think there's been a. Well, I don't want to be the company that never said anything, but I want to see what happens six months from now. I want to see where we at come Thanksgiving. Exactly,
2: exactly. Like and, even even further, like next next year around this time, I want to see what happens. I want to see what happened with all of those places. Like, what are you doing now? Right. Like not not probably not exactly this time because you know everybody gonna be. You know, putting on their clown makeup for Juneteenth and putting some wild shit out there, like we mentioned earlier. But longer, longer periods, a couple years down the line, I want to see what people are still doing.
1: Right. Go ahead, Fee, What was you about well, to I, say? Well, I, I think for companies to get it, they're ultimately going to have to put, like, you have to put black people in these positions of power in order for you to understand, like, you, like, a white person doesn't understand what a black person goes through. Like I don't understand what an Asian person goes through. I'm not Asian. I understand what a black man goes through. So in order for order for a company to ultimately get the Black Lives Matter movement, they're gonna have to have these people in position and see what a black person goes through and see how these things affect them on a day to day basis. And I think that will help shed light on the movement.
0: Yeah, I I, I totally <clears you throat> <you>. agree. <throat> And I mean, even even to, to, to bring it into a further intersectional thing, like none of us here can really speak on what black women go through. We can speak right. on what we've dealt with with black women, but we don't know what black women deal with. Like there, there's a there's something to be said for having to, having been subjected to something to being able to speak on that and and and, and make change and, and make it actionable. So for me, <clears throat> I want to see what these companies are doing after this dies down because stuff's been working. Like this shit has right, been working sure. like Denver, like Colorado is a state just ended qualified immunity. For Which police is office. massive. That is huge. I saw that. Like you, I don't think people understand how big that is for a state to say, nope, qualified immunity is done. There's no more you get away. You can't violate people's constitutional rights anymore. If you're acting under color of law, that's big. You need a state to do something like that if this is ever going to change and this is ever going to be, if this is ever movement is ever going to be correct. So for all the people who are asking, what does this solve? What is this doing? Like, this shit's working. Our voices are being heard. Like, and as we've said on every single episode since this entire thing has started, everybody ain't a soldier. Everybody ain't got to put boots on the ground. Do what you can disseminate information donate dollars if you can sign petitions watch the youtube playlist that donate money to the black lives matter movement do what you can to be impactful right now because if this shit continues this is gonna be shit that we're telling our grandkids about absolutely like this is a huge moment in history like this is worldwide at this point like it's it's amazing the the far reach that this has had like it was it, it was cats in france fighting cops (laughs) <laughs> over what's being done to us over here, they fighting their cops over there.
2: It's real, like that. And, like and, it, it's and, that real. Yeah, and the fact that you know, I mean, I hate that COVID is a thing, but the fact that our nation is kind of at a standstill means that this ain't going away no time soon. Like these, these before we would have protests that would go strong, and but, go you got, you, but you got, but you got to get back to. Like, your your life and making money for your household and all of that that's not the case now it is it's like it's a combination of people have the time to continue this fight and they've reached a boiling point where it's just He's we're done the house, with the they bullshit broke.
0: they and that's why and, and we won't get into that here i, I should have made this a topic because i completely forgot about it. there's been so much stuff going on but that's why i wasn't mad at what Kyrie, dwight howard and avery bradley were saying about the nba could potentially be a distraction
2: one hundred percent. People want to get back like they, they think there's so many people that are like uh, these protests are like uh interrupting my life and I want to get back to uh, some kind of normality or whatever. And basketball could end up doing that and distract from it. They're one hundred percent.
0: correct. Yes, because those people who might not have been out at the protest, particularly those white people who might not have been out at the protest, being brutalized by police and finally saying that the police system in this country is not set up to protect people, it's set up to protect the system. Yeah, Like that's really what has stoked this is the fact that now white people who, who haven't been affected by this are finally out here and they're seeing Mr. Mr. Gugino, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the gentleman in Buffalo who got pushed down and can't walk right now, yep. fractured skull, breathing out of his ears, they're finally saying, oh shit, this system ain't really here to protect us, it's like the, the policing system is here to protect the system. And Mm -hmm. it only appears to protect people because it's going to protect whoever has the closest proximity to the system.
2: Yep. benefiting the system, too.
0: Which normally is white people. But right now, white people are also threatening the system. So they're like, no, 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 no. Y'all don't seem to understand. This is for the system, not y'all. And so (laughs) the people who might not have been out there at these protests would have been in the house watching the NBA finals or... Uh, baseball Pro
1: games, ball, any,
0: anything to distract their minds from what's going on. That's why they hate when we protest. That's why they hate hated Colin Kaepernick so much because they didn't want anything interfering with their uh, with, with their perception of normalcy. And now that normal is out the window, it's it's so many people now that are really paying attention. And do I think that the NBA is going to detract from this movement? I don't know, but I do know that them wearing black live Black Lives Matter or I can't breathe T-shirts on the sidelines ain't nearly as impactful as if all them niggas just said, you know what, we're not fucking playing. Damn the financial consequences of this shit.
2: Yeah, I think that that doing that would send the biggest statement. And when if
0: that happens,
2: more change is going to happen. Exactly. They they can't not have that money coming in <laughs> for too
0: long. Because I mean, there have been good points made about like. The owners, if the season doesn't continue, the owners can blow up the CBA and they can go force the players back to the negotiating table and get like a crazy ass financial split. But I think that the players are in a good enough position with the money and the endorsement deals that they've been making that they could take a hit like that to make a statement if they really wanted to. But I'm not gonna blame people for not doing it either because it's it's millionaire players versus billionaire owners.
2: Yeah, it's tough. That is that is a very that is a potentially life-changing decision yes. for you to stand behind that. Yes. And and I know even with those players like I know the NFL some NFL players talked about it before. It wasn't particularly for this situation, but they were saying if you decide to protest and you're getting fined, we will help pay for that thing. Uh and you know they might want to try to talk about that in the NBA. They're probably already talking about the players specifically are talking about that behind the scenes, but there's only so much that y'all can all take care of each other. Right. So, like, somebody going to have to realize we, you might be ass out on this, but it, for the greater good, you might come out on the right side. Of it.
0: Uh, Angel Figueroa says all athletes in sports would need to, and I disagree there.
2: No. I, I think NBA alone. The NBA alone. NBA, be NBA alone.
0: Because they're the only one that moves the needle that's close to coming back. We're We're still two, three months away from football being here. There's a lot that yeah. could happen in two, three months. NFL was on its... I mean, NBA is on its way back in six weeks, basically. Yeah.
2: And I, honestly, if the NBA did it, the threat that another league would do it, I think would be enough to where they're like, we can't have this. Yep. We need to fix this problem. And the thing, and, and get and everything the thing with
0: football is, one of them players pop positive, they're going to have to shut the whole league down anyway.
2: Absolutely. And it's already happening because it's, the, it's the, the Cowboys, right? But I'm talking, talking about if one, if
0: one of them pops positive on the field after tackling somebody, sweating all over them. It's over with. Yes, if season's done. You got to cancel it. <clears throat> Too much of a safety
1: hazard. Well, you see, uh, Clemson had like 19, I think, 19 players. I think I'm, I don't know the 23 players. Yeah, a high number of players that that have tested positive for COVID. So I don't. I honestly don't know if we're going to have a football season. Honestly, I don't. I don't think. I really so. just don't think it's in the best. Health-wise, like at all, I don't think it's nothing that you can do because it's it's a according to the CDC, it's airborne and droplet, and it stays in the air for probably a duration of a football game. So, like, it's they, just, just not bright.
2: I, I feel like you know, for they're all trying to find out a way around it, and there isn't one. We're we're seeing what these little slow openings have done; the numbers have skyrocketed. Sporting events, they need to shut that down until the vaccine is done. Like they don't want to talk about that, but they need to do it. Yep, that's that's it.
0: Yep, one one <clears> thousand percent. All right, so Kyle Kyle came back with an answer to our question. It was some young dudes to set Biggie up. Forty just deaded it and had them had them take care of them until they bounced it out. Okay, cool, good to know. Kyle is from Cali. He is uh okay. he is who I go to on any. Look at my nephew over there. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is well versed in uh west coast hip-hop stuff but um yeah man this is uh this, this is this this went a few different places I'm, I'm glad we got to go here Chuck joining me two weeks in a row
2: yes indeed appreciate man I appreciate it, it. I, I enjoy it
0: like I said man uh, you're, you're low-key responsible for this whole podcast network being the thing so um definitely appreciate you coming on um y'all y'all got anything else before we uh bounce up out of here
2: uh think. Uh, if- Happy Juneteenth.
0: And uh happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Absolutely. One thousand percent. Happy Father's, father's Day, Day to all the sure. fathers out there. Happy Juneteenth. Uh live it up this weekend. I'm finna drink me some 1738. Uh because <laughs> I couldn't find the Uncle Nearest shit. It, it it ain't
2: I'm getting me some. I meant to get some today. I'm gonna go get it tomorrow.
0: I'm, I think there's a store around the corner for me to have some. If they do, I'm gonna go get some. Chad, you know a uh, fee, you know what that uncle nearest is? I heard of it, but I don't I ain't never had any. It's 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 the it's a black owned bourbon. They just recently I mean black-owned whiskey, they just recently came out. But uh the streets is Streets of Sand is phenomenal. So Uncle Nearest as in nearest, not farthest. Um check that out. If you have it, make sure you log on to the Follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog. You see my app below my name. Uh Chuck's at is add v and the underscore in front of it.
2: Mm-hmm. CSJR,
0: yeah. Follow him if you want. He he works. He he has one of the coolest jobs on the planet. He works for a video game PR firm, formerly a video game PR blogger. I mean, a video game (laughs) editor and blogger. He gets all he 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 knows all the fun stuff about video games well before they come out. Um, uh, absolutely one of my boys. Um, uh, follow my brother at FeeFresh. All one word. Just take his name. Put put it together. I'm trying to get him to start tweeting more. (laughs) <laughs> i've been on there a little more lately yeah 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 you, you've been doing a little bit better Um, uh, but yeah man uh for for ronnie who hopefully will be back next week uh for d ryan ebb court everybody over at the kwc uh lee who was supposed to be here shout outs to our guy b will shout outs to the old knights of the turntable too you saw joe cold in here shout outs to kelsey is kelsey still tweeting
2: kelsey been super quiet
0: oh all right well shout outs to kelsey <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Shouts to Kelsey. I mean, she,
2: she's on that. She's uh, what, what second second kid. So
0: oh okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Congra- congrats to her. Yeah. I, I don't think I followed her when I got my new page, and I ain't been on my. Whole, I think I deactivated my old page. So, um, but yeah, yeah, appreciate everybody to tune in to watch. We had a lot of engagement today. We really appreciate that. We'll be back. Same same bat network. I don't know about same bat time, but we'll be back same bat network. Happy Juneteenth. Uh, oh shall- man. Uh,
1: like like the YouTube channel, bro. We're yes. trying to get this. Uh Hit the like on there, Brandon. Subscribe. Subscribe.
0: Subscribe. We got to get our subscriber game up. Um, And also buy a t-shirt. We'll probably drop the link to that at some point as well. So again, we appreciate all the love. Chuck, thank you again for taking time out of your Friday night. Thank you for having to join us anytime. You know you're welcome anytime. Uh, But other than that, we will catch y'all next week. Peace.
2: Peace.
0: All right. That is done.